Another season of Forgotten Horror has come to an end, but as Field paraphrases Al Pacino from Send of a Woman, We're just getting warmed up! Spend the next few months with Forgotten Cinema as season seven kicks off with movies from all across the decades. We jump to the 70s to talk about the front page starring Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. We dive into the 80s with Michael Mann's Thief and the Dennis Quaid Meg Ryan thriller DOA. And then slice into Butler's childhood years, the 90s, with The Last Samurai and The Negotiator. That's right, Field. You're old. So very, very old. Shut up, Butler. Forgotten Cinema, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi, I'm Mike. And I'm Elise. Host of Crackle and Open with Mike and Elise. A podcast about brews, news, and pop culture reviews. Every Friday, we choose a new craft beer from a different brewery and talk about the history of the beer, what's in it, how it was made, the history of the brewery, along with tasting notes and more fun facts. After that, come chill with us as we bring you the latest in pop culture news and reviews. So check out Crack and Win Open, part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hi, I'm Mike Field. I'm Pat Whalen. Pat is a lifelong comic book geek. And Mike is a filmmaker and storyteller. So naturally, a bulk of our conversations surround the world of the Marvel movies. Some consider the MCU one of the greatest achievements in modern day filmmaking, and others just think they're comic book movies. Each episode, we'll tackle one film and discuss the differences between the comic book and what's on screen. We'll explore the growth of the Marvel Cinematic Universe from its inception to present day and beyond, and have a little fun along the way. You may not have asked for it, you certainly don't need it, but you'll be happy we're here, we think. This is yet another MCU podcast. All right, Pat, we're back for our last bonus episode before we kick off our phase three, part two uh, with Avengers Infinity War. How you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Mike? I am doing well. That's about it. I am doing well. Uh, so Happy Thanksgiving. We are recording right around Thanksgiving. We are, right now. We are recording the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yes, indeed. Uh, so you will not be listening to this until 2021. So happy 2021. Hopefully it's a little better than 2020, but doubtful. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> you gotta laugh or you'll cry anyways so we are going to be doing what's funny is that i just learned of this term about five minutes before we started this bonus phase because i was like pat what are we calling this episode and he goes marvel knights and i was like i don't understand what that means so i don't know maybe you should explain it real quick because this is what we're going to be talking about the shows that were on netflix we're talking daredevil jessica jones iron fist and luke cage and i guess and defenders technically and the defenders, yeah. yeah uh but why don't you explain for people that maybe like me don't understand. Yeah. So the Marvel Knights was a rebranding of a, a bunch of characters, uh, late nineties, early two thousands, uh, daredevil, black Panther was included a couple of these street level characters and they were defending New York. And it was just kind of a revisiting of them. Just a, a nice fresh relaunch, uh, to the characters, a little grittier, a little darker than probably what, what we had been used to for a little while. So the term my Marvel Knights is, is kind of used to refer to, these Netflix heroes, which are a little bit more street level, a little bit more gritty than what we see on, on the theater screens. Gotcha. What are theater screens, Pat? Nobody goes to theaters anymore. Uh, so <laughs> ancient relic of the past. So, so like I said, we're going to talk about the five shows. Well, the four shows and the one mini series or limited series as they call them now uh, with the defenders. Uh, just, I want to give you a little bit about my background in terms of these shows and where I uh, left off in them. I honestly, I don't think I've, Finished. I, I, the only series I finished was Jessica Jones. So I've seen the first two seasons of Jessica Jones. 
you know there was a third season. I uh, then I guess the I have not finished this season. <laughs> just is the third season of Jessica Jones when her friend starts becoming that cheetah tiger thing character. Hellcat. I don't know. Yes. Uh, she starts flipping no, things. I think that's the second season. I think that's the second season. I have no idea how long I got with Jessica Jones. Okay. So I know I didn't finish Daredevil. I know the I didn't. Third season of Daredevil is really good. Oh, come on. The second right. one's really bad. The third season. I will tell really you good. my problems with some of these. Shows. All right. We'll shows. get through it. I, I, I did not finish Daredevil. I did not finish Jessica Jones. I refused to finish Iron Fist. I could not finish Luke Cage. <laughs> I did watch The Defenders. <laughs> did you know there were two seasons of Punisher? Oh, I forgot about The Punisher. I did. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't finish the second season of Punisher and I wanted to. I, I think I was just so soured on the fact that it got canceled. And that's a lot of these because they, they announced that, hey, we're not doing them anymore. These shows are canceled. It's like, well, I don't want to finish it up. Well, I, it was like, so I should go back to the Punisher. And again, I forgot about the Punisher. Mike's Dear not a Lord. completionist. I try to be. But like when there's so much thing, there's so much stuff out there. OK, How, where do you want to start off? Uh, we could start off wherever you want. I could give some background. I'll, I'll give the fun facts in this one. Okay. And so to, to start from the beginning, this was announced as a partnership between Marvel, Disney and Netflix back in 2013. So at the time, it was like they both needed each other as you know, the Netflix needed Marvel as much as Marvel needed Netflix so that they had a landing spot and a launching spot for these these shows. So the first one was Daredevil, which premiered in April 2015. Jessica Jones followed in November 2015. And then there were additional series later on through 2016, 17. And then they, they finished the final season in, in 2019. The first four characters, so Daredevil, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and Jessica Jones, came together in an Avengers-type movie called The Defenders that was you know, meant to be, you know, they, all their series were leading up to this, this piece. And they used the character of Claire Temple, the night nurse who we met in Doctor, you know, we talked about in Doctor Strange as the Nick Fury kind of piece or the Phil Coulson piece. Right. No, that was, was a, not Nick Fury. Yeah. The <laughs> Phil Coulson piece that was tying, tying it all together. The shows were, were ushered through development by Jeff Loeb. He was the head of Marvel Television at the time. We've talked about Jeff Loeb in the past. He's the, he was a comic book writer on a number of things, uh, specifically in the recommended reading that we've provided. The color series, so the Captain America white, the Hulk gray, the Spider-Man blue, Daredevil yellow. Uh, he's written Batman Superman. He's Spider-Man. He's been all over the place. But he also comes from the world of genre TV, and that's Smallville and Lost. Now we could get into the problems because I think that's part of the problem is the pedigree that, that Jeff Loeb comes from. Okay. And all of the series except for Defenders, and I think maybe it was a Luke Cage or an Iron Fist series were 13 episodes. Yes. And they were 13 hour long episodes yes. for the most part. And yep. there was a lot of filler. Exactly. And there was a lot of stuff where they just could have gotten to the point. They had a eight episode plot crammed into 13 episodes almost. And Defenders yeah. is eight episodes, I think. Defenders eight Which episodes. Which is probably why it, it worked a little bit better. Mm -hmm. What I liked when I first watched when Daredevil came out, because that was the first one, I enjoyed the fact that they referenced the stuff that happened in the movie. So the incident, they call it, yes. which I was OK, I'm, I'm, I'm into that. I like that. It's not separate. It's part of the universe. I, I will say that, you know, his insistence on saying that Hell's Kitchen is anything bigger than it, a few blocks. And he, it's, it's my city, Hell's Kitchen. It's not a city. <laughs> it's you know, it's that, like 29th yeah, and 34th yeah. or something. not a city. It's like you got to calm down with that. <laughs> that bugged me. It's only on the west side. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar with New York City, it's maybe what. 
You said it. 23rd Street through 33rd Street. It goes goes from Chelsea to maybe Madison Square Garden on the west side of town. He refers to it like it's his own town. It's not a town. It's it's just a section of New York. It's not even a borough. Like Luke Cage has Harlem. That's a borough. Yes. Yes. That's much bigger. Yes. And there's bigger problems and more political problems and they get into that. But right. Daredevil doesn't have a city. No. But problem with Daredevil is that I don't like Foggy. And I don't like what's the what was the uh, uh, the woman's Karen Page. Karen, I don't like their subplots. I does I don't care about because what ends up happening in the second season, and I don't even remember if I watched the third. Like I I I think I did. You said there's four, three, three. Yeah. I might have watched some of three. Suddenly she goes from being a, a secretary. Is that right? Is that where she starts? She was off? like yeah, the administrator to. The I don't even remember how she lost her first job in the first place. They, she, they, the guy dies. The guy's the bad guy or something, or they kill him or something. Oh, right. Like that. And then she's out of a job somehow. Right. And then she finds these two. She goes down from, in their life. She lawyers. goes basically from take like she's going to be their administrative assistant. Yep. For like maybe a few months, she turns it into some investigative reporter at some newspaper. Like she the turns, Daily Bugle. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And I didn't care about her solving any kind of. I don't. I don't care about any of that. Don't care about foggy whining all the time. Like I just the supporting characters in Daredevil, I was just I didn't want to. I watch it rather just watch Daredevil. I'd rather watch Matt Murdock try to figure out what he's trying to do yeah. with his life and everything. I enjoyed how they showed his how he could see the world. Everything was mm-hmm. on fire. I thought that was although I do like it better in the movie, the Ben Affleck one, yeah, with the sound way. I, yes. I think that's that a little bit because they've always more talked sense. about in the comics that it's a little bit more echo yeah. type location, right. you know, like. How does he do it this? It makes more sense yeah. in that one. And I like the way they did it in the movie, but I, I liked it in this TV yeah. show as well. Uh, so that was where I was on Daredevil with Jessica Jones. Uh, I'll give you two words. The only reason I liked the first season was David Tennant. He is the best thing about, he was he probably is. the, he's probably the best thing that's in the entire five, six episodes, uh, shows that we got going on here. Yes. And I was watching Jessica Jones at the same time. I was watching the BBC broad church. That's a great show. It is a great show. Just watch that. If you want David Tennant and you still want a depressing show, watch Broadchurch instead because yeah. it's just it's a better watch and David Tennant's more likable. You could also watch him as Doctor Who. Let's not That's get the crazy, man. Whoa, 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 whoa! You, oh, hold on, I don't want to. I am not alienating. The, <laughs> I'm kidding, the Doctor. Fans, I'm kidding. Okay? I'm kidding. He is the best Doctor. I said it. I haven't. I said it. Well, watch I haven't it, seen Pat. much since. You're Christopher a nerd. Eccleston. You're a nerd. Watch it. I saw Christopher Eccleston. That was the only one I saw. <laughs> Before he became the dark elf Malekith. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring it back to Marvel. So, yeah. So Jessica Jones, I just, I, she was kind of the same uh, in terms of her attitude and, and maybe mm-hmm. her, her growth or lack of growth of her character. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. She starts at a hard drinking kind of yeah. wants to hit everything and she ends as a hard drinking wants to hit everything. Right. And I know that they introduced Luke Cage and Jessica Jones and the way they introduced Luke Cage with his wife. And the problem I had with Luke, the, only, the couple of problems I had with Luke Cage was that they kind of erase that in his series, in his series. Yeah. And they make the wife the bad guy. Right. Like she does. She was lying. No, about. she helped him get out of the, no, the prison. They make they make her. Yeah, but they make her aligned with the guy that she he's up against or something like that. Uh, that's I, right. Like I remember, I remember because I remember not liking the fact that they completely change kind of his origin a little bit within the show, not within the comic. Mm-hmm. And they can, and they rewrite it for his show. And I didn't like it. Cause I was like, that's not what I, that's not the established. Yeah, I don't, you, I don't you, like you're, If you're establishing yeah. a tied in universe, yeah, you should keep the origins right. you've, you've already provided. You got to keep the in universe mythology 
yeah. as consistent as possible. The other problem with Luke Cage was there was way too much focus and emphasis on the bad guys, on Alfred Woodard mm-hmm. and Mahershal Ali, which they were great. They were, they were fantastic. And they were, but the, the it's not their show. And you know what and I mean? then when they killed off, yeah, what's his face in the, the last episode of the second la- or the second last episode? That's when the, the final episode goes off the rails mm-hmm. because it, it goes in the first season in the first season. OK, because it goes into strictly comic book territory. And that's not a bad thing. But when your whole show is is nine, well, 12 episodes of like really good kind of political drama with some superhero pieces in it. And you know it's it's community activism and it's all that stuff, which is great. It's great. It's it's a really good. It's story. a nice change of pace from the other two that we've just yes. seen. Yeah. And then they go into this like really superhero territory. And he wears that stupid. He's, outfit. He wears yeah. the outfit in the last episode. It just doesn't doesn't work. No, it doesn't. And like I said, they they focus way too much on the quote unquote bad guys in that show. Where and you know and any other show, any other if it was just a show like Breaking Bad where we're focusing, it's an anti hero show, we're focusing mm-hmm. on that. That'd be fantastic, but they're giving so much attention and so much preferential treatment to the lead character, Luke Cage, that it's he kind of conflicted in watching it. Yeah, you know. And I'll, I'll give the comparison because it's it's the episode we have coming up and kind of tease it with Infinity War. They make Thanos uh, essentially the protagonist in the movie. Like we're following him through the movie. We understand his motivations. You know, he he gets the stones. He takes Gamora to to Voromir. He goes, you know, it's it's his story. And so for folk, we're still focusing on the villain. We all as viewers know he's the villain. But we're, you know, do that because we also understand who Tony is, who Captain America is. We've already gotten their stories in this one. They're they're trying to provide the story of Luke Cage, but making the villains the focus. Right. And which, you know, pick a lane. Yeah. Yeah. Is the, the nicest way I can say that. <laughs> And then we get to Iron Fist. Actually, was Iron Fist before Punisher or after? Iron Fist was before the Defenders. So when okay, I believe it went Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Daredevil two, then Luke Cage because they fast tracked Daredevil two after the success the season, of season. Yeah, season one. Yeah, Luke Cage, then Iron Fist, which led directly into the Defenders. Okay, so let's talk about Iron Fist. I do not like this show. Let's not talk about Iron Fist. I do not like this show at all. I'm sorry, I don't like it. And. <laughs> I always bring this up and I did it before the thing. Second episode in, he we meet uh Danny Rand comes back and he's like he's talking about how they've they've he've come back and his fortune is, you know, been given away or his it's tied up it's with tied his, up his Rand International right. company. And he's like, I don't care about money. I don't care about my name. I'm I'm one with the world and all that stuff. He does I, all I, that. He's Danny Rand, immortal iron fist, protector yeah. of Clone <laughs> Moon. <laughs> he he does all that. He doesn't care. And then not 10 minutes later in the movie, ten, and this isn't a joke, 10 minutes later in the movie, he's being dragged out of his building yelling, I'm Danny Rand. That's my name. It's my name. Do you know who I am? That's my money. I'm not exaggerating. Like, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching the show and I'm like, what the didn't didn't you just say you didn't care? What the heck is going on? I hate it. I did not like Iron Fist. I, I did not like it at all. So you can talk whatever you want about Iron Fist. I hate it. No, I don't. I, Iron Fist is bad. <laughs> Iron Fist is not a good story. Iron Fist is a good character, and they did a lot of cool things with him in recent years. Uh, Ed Brubaker came in. Matt Fraction came in. They really told the story of not only Iron Fist, but the the, the mythology of Iron mm-hmm. Fist. The show, you know, we, we don't need to argue whether they deserve it or not, but they got some some slack for casting a white guy. Oh, As Danny right, Rand, right, right, you know, in this primarily martial arts, you but, know, but he is, but that that is yeah. the character. He was 
you know. But, but here's the thing with the show. It's all about martial arts and, and all about, yeah. you know, I know the, the enemy of the hand, which we can talk about real quick, but it's also like I'm watching a subplot from billions in the, in the show. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like a complete, like uh, there's two different shows, wall street drama. And I'm like, what? I don't, nobody, I don't care about this. Yeah. yeah I, and it does. There are some moments like that in the comics in the iron fist comics. It plays better, much better. Right. Cause you have a longer time to, to build it out. You have some understanding of, of the Marvel world. I mean, Danny Rand is that, you know, his parents died in a, in a plane crash. He found his way into the, the, the city and he was trained there and he was an outsider. So it was very similar. And they've, they've already kind of, they did that dynamic with Dr. Strange where they had, you know, this outsider come and train with people who were, you know, this is more their destiny type of thing. Right. And so we've seen that a little bit already. You know, it is, it is a product of when these comics were coming out mm -hmm. and you know, there was white heroes and yeah. that's what it was. There wasn't a lot of diversity, but it was also, you know, they were taking that trope of, you know, probably white savior a little bit, of course, but you know, this is who the character was. And if you, you know, you cast somebody different, you'd have to change the entire story, I it, which, which probably would have helped it. Right. 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 But you know, that's not what they were trying to do, but yeah, it was just, it was bad. Like you said, it's, it's billions plus, a Bruce Lee movie, a bad Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, not a good one. Um, yeah, not a, not even Bruce Lee, like somebody who was trying to be Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. And none of the characters are likable. There's no, no like character you you latch onto and was like, oh yeah, I want to I want to see what they do. I can't remember his mentor or his teacher girlfriend what her name was, but the fact that she was fighting like she was doing street level fights oh like, yeah I, I love this colleen wing the yeah okay. that's the she's one of the the two uh she she pairs up with misty knight who we see right in, right um, is it luke i think it's luke cage no don't they yeah because the the which she loses I her arm you know what i totally forgot about that character oh yeah she, that's a whole comic thing she i know loses her arm. i know and she has this super um, arm and she can yeah. punch things but isn't she in the second season of iron fist Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think she, she is. They, Luke Cage, then she bummed her way over. Well, there's a the lot of crossover season. between Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Yes, yeah. and the reason for that is, I think in the 70s, and later on, but in the 70s it started, they were known as the Heroes for Hire. So Luke Cage, a.k.a. Power Man, was teaming up with Iron Fist, so it was this foot like a butterfly, sting like a bee type of, you know, the strong guy versus the martial art, you right. know, with the martial art, not versus, with them, and they, they teamed up and they... You know, they were private investigator, superhero type guys who would solve crimes in their neighborhoods. Now, I know that Luke Cage, his backstory within the comic is that he was a slave that got free, that freed himself, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you think that, and obviously they can't do that now in 2018 or 2017, whenever this came out, because it's updated and he, he's coming, he leaves a, not a prison. Well, he was in prison, but he was being experimented on, right? Right. It's like a prison. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he was in prison for killing his wife. Is that what it was? They framed him because his wife dies and then they frame him or something yes, like that. I think yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, what I wanted to ask was, do you think that, do you think that we, we miss something with not doing the, the original storyline? I know you can't because you keep have to put it in the past, but do you think we miss something there with that character? Like a, a, a lost opportunity to kind of maybe. There was a lot of social commentary in the episode anyway. Sure. And it was, I think it was more relevant because it was, you know, false imprisonment gotcha. or, or the justice system, system with black men. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that's what they were trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I'm just, but I'm they just were asking the question. Yeah. No, I, th I think, I don't think they lose anything. I think they, they, they didn't gain anything because they didn't push it farther enough. Mm -hmm. And I think that comes, you know, from the, 
the pedigree of where this show came from. And that's, right. that's people who know ABC, CBS, NBC genre television, which is, you know, your 13 episodes, your 22 episodes. We're going to do a mystery of the week with one big overarching villain and we'll scratch the surface maybe on some political commentary one episode a season once we get to 100 episodes because we know we made it. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's that's the problem with this series as a whole is they're on Netflix. They could say whatever they want. They yeah. could do whatever they want and they they didn't because the the people behind it were so tied into the way of doing things yeah. in TV. The other thing that Luke Cage is different from the others is that he does not hide his abilities or does not right. try to like not even Danny Rand does too either right he's just kind of I don't know what he does yeah yeah, yeah. let's not care but well but like, any, anybody he meets Danny Rand says I'm the mortal true 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 true, true but he, that's but you don't think he's a superhero you just think he's some guy that knows martial arts yeah yeah he's, he's a like job. Luke Cage is he's all about like he does, he doesn't hide it right uh, but like Daredevil does and I know that Jessica Jones while she she does because she's afraid of getting she doesn't flaunt it yeah but she's also like there's that fear in that show that she's going to get taken away and experimented on yes. uh, for some reason yeah. but not in any of the other shows <laughs> even though luke cage is the one that was taken away and i know <laughs> i know and then you have and also the punisher doesn't care about anything i will i like the punisher i love the first season of punisher and i didn't get i didn't get through the second season primarily just because like i said stuff came up and i yeah. couldn't get to it but Maybe because the first season was so good mm-hmm. and it felt like it was done. And then they came back with a second. Like, he is so good as the Punisher, John Bernthal, yeah. that if they made a movie, he is the one you cast. That's, yeah. that's how good he is in that, in that show. I think, yeah. I think they had excellent casting with Charlie Cox. Was that his name? Yeah. Charlie yeah, Cox, Charlie Cox is Matt, and Matt Murdock. Do you remember him in Boardwalk Empire? Not really. I didn't watch much of Boardwalk Empire. You really should. Yeah. But he plays a Irish because he's Irish. He plays an Irish. Uh, he's one of the gang that's brought over to protect like Nucky's wife okay. and then the an affair. Ah. <laughs> Makes sense. He's really good though. Um, I think Charlie Cox is, is, I mean, we only have two daredevils right now. It's, it's him and Ben Affleck and, and he far surpasses Ben Affleck. Yeah, but that's not Ben Affleck's fault. No, it's not. But I think he, you know, Charlie Cox played Matt Murdock, daredevil. Fantastic. Right. Uh, Kristen Ritter as, as Jessica Jones is another great yeah, choice. Good. Mike Coulter. As um, with as the exception, listen, with the exception of the Iron Fist, yeah, it, I don't have any problem with any of the cast. Finn Jones just can't yeah. act. That's oh, the problem. Listen, I'm not saying that. You know, what if we want to work with Finn Jones again? There was an acting <laughs> coach that was hired for him oh. on the set. Whoops. All right, never mind. But regardless, I have no problem with the casting. My problem is not with the the actors. My problem yeah. is with the writing. My problem is mm-hmm. with the just the story development. Like you said, you had you talked about Jeff Loeb and 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 my problem. Let me just real quickly tell you my problem at Lost. If you watch a movie. And you love the beginning of the movie and you love the end of the movie, but the middle of the movie is terrible. Are you going to tell me that's a good movie? Because that's what Lost is. Lost has a great opening and it was event television. I get it. Mm-hmm. It has a great opening. It has a, it, they end it strong, but everything in the middle is just like you're wandering out somewhere trying to figure out stuff. So let me, let me ask you this. If Lost using that as an example was on, let's say HBO. Yeah. And the first season of Lost ran 13 episodes. Sure. The next season of Lost ran maybe 13. Then we went a couple in the middle that were 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. And then they, they concluded it on like an eight episode season. Would that have been better? It would have been better because it would have forced them 
to, to cut out extraneous stuff and get right to the, the meat of the, what the original, what the story is. You can mm-hmm. see, go watch Breaking Bad, go watch Mad Men, go watch Sopranos, go watch these sh- uh, Six the Feet Under, The Shield, these shows that are required to, to come with us with a smaller season of uh, order mm-hmm. of, of episodes. And they're forced to tell us a, a story that is clear cut and not, you know, they can have subplots, but they're all they're They can't go too far. And yeah. that's that those shows when they're done well, that's why those shows are like, Oh my God, the show's fantastic. Right. Those, but when you have a show like lost, it has to be 24 episodes. You have to fill it. I get it. I think the problem with this one is each season, aside from one, I believe, and the, the defenders, not excluding the defenders, each season is 13 episodes, right? They don't have enough content because of how they, they, they drag out the single villains. So Jessica yeah. Jones is all about David Tennant as the purple man. Yes. It's that's the entire series. Dave, you cannot stretch that out. Killing Keith David Tennant off in the nine at that episode nine. I think they killed him or 10, 10 or not. Yeah. was the worst thing they could have yeah. ever done. They should have never killed him off. But that's the problem. Like now you have, but that either that's where you end that season. That should be the last. Episode, that should be the last right? episode. Or, or the second to last where I know that like a lot of times they'll have you, the you action. Come back, that, you deal with the ramifications. Right, which is fine. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. my struggle with Jessica Jones season one is they dragged it on for three more episodes. Right. After your villain was defeated. Yeah. The whole crux of your show that season was to defeat David Tennant. Yeah. You did that. And he is such a scary character. Yeah. He, he is, is such a scary bad guy because he just makes people do things bad to themselves, mm-hmm. to other people. And it's like, he doesn't care. No. And I love it because it's like, it's, it, I love it. It's a, it's a, it's a villain. That's an actual villain that mm-hmm. doesn't have, you don't have to, you're not humanizing him or anything like that. He is a straight up jerk, <laughs> straight up Sociopath. villain. Bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Serial killer. And it's, it's great. He plays it well. Yeah. Uh, so, cause we're, we want to wrap this up. You know, we can't talk forever. Do you like the defenders when they got together and they, cause, okay. cause the was, hand becomes their overarching enemy. Right. And that's not the case for Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. Right. It's not really the case for uh, iron fist either. That's a daredevil villain. That's like one of daredevil's biggest antagonists is the hand and the hand organization and those that lead it to tie everybody else in and make them the villain is a little, I don't know. It's, it's a little weird to, yeah. to, to, to make the other characters care about this mm-hmm. is, is difficult. And I think that's the problem they ran into. I don't like what they did with Electra. Mm-hmm. Um, so Electra was a, was a big character in, in Daredevil lore. She was always involved in the hand. We see her in the, the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie, yep. which they, they basically, her movie is terrible. It's terrible because they take four or five big storylines from the Daredevil comics and jam it into two hours right. into her movie. Into Electra's movie? No, into yeah. I'm talking the Daredevil movie. Yeah, no, well, I, I'm talking about the Electra movie. Was, was oh, awful. I don't know. Yeah, that was um, just yeah, no. bad. You know, I think that's part of it is you know they just didn't have a villain that everybody cared about. And yep. it was, you know, I, I guess maybe if you it would have taken away from some of the villains in Luke Cage if you did it this way that they were working with the hand more because mm-hmm. it, it would have taken you know it would have would have made them less of a uh, threat if they were like the middle level baddie. Sure. So I don't know if that's the way to do it. Yeah. I think it's just, it was fine. The, the miniseries is fine. It's only eight episodes. Yeah. I, I think, think they yeah. probably could have cut it to six, but that's the problem with all these <laughs> well, you shows. Also had Sigourney is, Weaver was in that. She was right. also, yeah, they, they had her in there. Yep. I, if you haven't seen them, you should, I mean, maybe go back to them. It's tough because you hate watching stuff that, you know, that doesn't end the way they want it to end. Right. And it got canceled too early and they couldn't do what they want. And so you don't like watching stuff that didn't complete. It's like, yeah. And it's also like, if you're a daredevil fan, you could go pick up daredevil season one. And for the most part, daredevil season three, 
without really needing to know the rest of the defender story. Right. You go watch season two. It's tied in with Electra. It's tied in with Punisher. Like this is another example where they could have just done the Punisher story, mm-hmm. made it those six episodes. I think it was like the first six or seven episodes that goes from his introduction to him on trial. That could have been the season, but yeah. instead they needed to to force in the Electra yeah, stuff. They're all the, even the Punisher stuff though is his his season his first season's great yeah. but his first season got filler in it as well. Yeah. I think for the most part there's a lot of good moments in these shows just like there's a lot of good movie moments in the Marvel movies themselves. Yeah. There's just sometimes a little bit more of that studio edict that's coming down and saying we need, you know, mm-hmm. x y and z. We need you to connect it this way. We need it this long. We need to fill time and you know part of it I think was I know there was an agreement with the city of New York and the state of New York for filming. You know, so New York City obviously is a huge place to film, a lot of tax credits, a great uh, film office, both in the state and in the city that encourages this stuff. And so they made one of the biggest deals with the city for a block of shows. And they they produce like 161 episodes through these. these and that employs a lot of people. Like, yeah, like And especially this is probably towards the tail end when Law and Order left. So when Law and Order was stopped. Not SVU, but Law and Order, the the original show, mm-hmm. was on the air for like, it's so it's it's like years? it's got like over four hundred episodes. So yeah, for a while, but that show was like a steady job for a lot of people that worked in the businesses mm-hmm. where some people cut their teeth. We oh, I need I, I want to get into it. Oh, get on Law yeah. and Order. That show employed a lot of people in New York City when Law and Order left. That was a big hole that needed to fill, yeah. and they still need to fill. And quite frankly, it should have never left. I don't understand why we did this, NBC. But regardless. It's yeah, such it's still it, it was said still, the ratings are down. Then recast. You've done that exactly. Before. I, I, it was it was ridiculous. There was no reason to. I love Criminal Intent, but I know that's neither here nor there. But anyway, since we're on cinematic universes and Law and Order, yeah. what I didn't like was Anthony Anderson played a role in SVU years ago. As yeah, a partner to I think Stabler. Yeah, when uh, Mariska Hargitay was away, yep. uh, they yep. had her. She, know, he, okay, and he played a partner to him on like a two episode one. Then he, then he had that other partner who was a I think Irish woman, Danny or something. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back in original recipe. He plays a different character. This doesn't make any sense. Well, do you know that Jerry Orbach was so before Jerry Orbach became Lenny Briscoe, he was a defense attorney in the first season. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Which he is was awesome. also supposed to get his own show. Yeah. And then he yeah. what, what is what's happening here, pal? Where do we <laughs> yet another Law and Order podcast? <laughs> I would do that in a second. Uh, no, I think the other one that I just wanted to touch on with, with this and, and probably the reason many fans maybe lost interest. Was because, and you hit on it when they they referred to it as the incident, and you know Karen Page when she's you know going through all the the paperwork and the the old papers at Daily Bugle, finally finds the Battle of New York paper. It's not the Daily Bugle. Is it's not it? the Daily Bugle. No, it's something else. Oh, it should have been the Daily Bugle. Okay, but it's not. It's something else. Okay. Anyway, it should have been the Daily Bugle. <laughs> My point being, you know, they they reference it early, and then they stop referencing it, and we were promised as fans that this would tie in to the greater MCU. Then we hear that Marvel has announced Civil War. And in the Civil War comics, as we talked about in the episode, it's filled with thousands of heroes. There's a lot of the street level heroes that are getting picked up that are violating the Superhero Registration Act. And then instead of tying in these characters, which I think we all, for the most part, know which side they would stand on, except for who knows what Danny Rand. But um, (laughs) like the Punisher has a huge role in the Civil War comics. In this, like, you know, they go and do the movie and it's just, nine guys in a parking lot yeah like and, and then when you see that there's no tie-in there's no ramifications there's no battle of you no know, sokovia accords or anything that comes back into the the netflix ones you're just like 
this is not what you told me. Yeah. You told me that this was going to tie in. That's a good point. And it ties in the same way that agents of shield ties in, which is like some ancillary reference every 20 episodes. So I would be remiss because I did not mention it. And that's my, that's my bad. I talked about how uh, I love David Tennant and Jessica Jones, but I also loved Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk uh, or Kingpin in the first season of Daredevil. He yes. comes back in the third season. Right? He's in the second season. Yeah, he's but, in prison. With, but he's, um, yeah, but he's only, it's only like one episode. A, yeah. yeah. So he was, he was equally just as good in the first season. So like when you go from Daredevil and then you go back to the Fisk stuff, that all both of that stuff was intriguing. Yes. So I, I I should say that that I didn't appreciate him as well. It was the New York Bulletin, not the uh, New York. Okay. So just want to throw that out there in terms of what paper that Karen for some reason got the top investigative. Oh, you know what? Job. I wonder if they didn't have the rights to the Daily Bugle because that's a Spider Man. Well, I know paper. that Daredevil's a Spider Man thing, right? Like they're connected. They they connect. Yeah, they're in the right. city. You know, yeah. Spider Man swings all through Manhattan. Daredevil patrols twelve blocks. <laughs> Spidey, this is Hell's Kitchen. Hey, this, hey, is this, is, this is my town. This is my town. My <laughs> town. All right, bro, so. swinging down the West Side Highway. It's like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, we should wrap it up because yeah. this is getting long, and we don't. This is supposed to be a bonus phase. So yeah, so uh, I guess I watch him if you want, or I, I don't know. I mean, we could go on forever. No, go with revisit this. it. Yeah, I think I it's. A re- I think it's worth a revisit. I think it's worth picking and choosing which characters you probably like best. It's they're never going to come back, which is yeah. too bad. But I would have been okay if they came back for a final up season where they just had them all together again. Yeah, but they'll never come back. Yeah. I know that. I know they talk about Charlie Cox coming back as Daredevil in the movie if it ever comes out, and obviously John Bernthal as the Punisher if it ever does that. But other than that, I think this is probably it for them, which is too bad. But you know, hey, it happens. Yeah, Netflix needed them. Marvel, Disney needed them, and then yeah. now neither of them need them need each other. So yeah. they're just going to go their separate ways. So this is the end of our bonus phase episode about the Marvel Knights or the Netflix shows. We will return next week as we kick off phase three, part two with Avengers Infinity War. The Infinity Saga is coming to an end or it's the beginning of the end and we are going to be there with it. Do you have anything to add? No, that's it. Thanks Thanks for listening. Yeah, we will see you next week.